Hello and welcome to the Bear Down Breakdown here on Sports Tree LTD. Folks, I'm your host, Connor Roundtree, and we're going to jump right into this week's show with our NFL rundown, running through the perfect teams remaining in the league, and one of them being the Carolina Panthers, but they're in tough this week against the Dallas Cowboys. The Los Angeles Rams and the Arizona Cardinals play each other this Sunday in a battle of undefeated NFC West teams, and also out West, but in the AFC, the Broncos and Raiders remain undefeated. We told you last week after our trivia question that we'd kind of break it down and tell you the story behind it. The question was, which Bears wide receiver needed Jay Cutler to bail them out in Vegas and send him 60 grand? Well, your answer is Brendan Marshall. Brendan Marshall was going across Sin City and racked up a huge bar tab, spent all of his cash, and needed to call quarterback Jay Cutler to send him a long ball from Chicago and bail him out. Cutler came through in the clutch and sent him 60 thousand dollars now it's pretty funny getting into our nfl injury report as of september 30th as it pertains for your fantasy teams christian mccaffrey is out the carolina back is dealing with a hamstring injury patriots running back james white is also out he suffered a season-ending hip injury against the saints last week which is a huge blow for my fantasy team as for my performance in the nfl this season with my head-to-head picks i'm 26 and 7 and two of those losses have come by way of the kansas city chiefs and that leads us into our Stump and bump of the week, folks. And our bump of the week has to go to the Los Angeles Chargers. They rode into Kansas City and shocked the Chiefs. You see what I did there? But in all seriousness, though, they outscored them on offense, outplayed them on defense, picking off Pat Mahomes twice, and they looked like the better team. They took down the divisional juggernaut on the road, and the birth of the Mahomes and Herbert rivalry is officially born. The next round goes in Week 15 on Thursday Night Football on primetime. Chargers! you get our bump of the week. Our sub of the week, folks, is a pretty obvious one. It goes to Matt Nagy. He's got a quarterback that runs a 4-4. He has him sitting back in the pocket with no O-line, getting sacked again and again and again and telling him to hang in there and pass the ball. Where are the RPOs? Where are the screen passes to keep the defense honest? And where are the design quarterback runs? All you needed was an Atlanta Falcons Madden NFL 04 playbook, Michael Vick style, baby. Fields would have picked up 47 yards in one rush. Literally the easiest playbook of all time. QB run, QB run, QB run. And you would have had more yards than you had that game. The Bears finished with 47 yards. The Browns finished with over 400. 47 yards is a football game that, like, eh, you know, that's something that happens in Tyke. Not at the professional level. Not as a head coach of a team. You should be fired. You are a stump. Getting into our NFL fantasy up and down now, folks. The first guy that you have to put up and into your lineup is Derek Carr. He's averaging an incredible 401 passing yards through three games. Look out, Derek Carr, and look out for him this season. Get him into your lineup if you need a quarterback. Another guy that you need to put up and into your lineup is Chubba Hubert. With Christian McCaffrey out, the young gun is in. Let's go, folks. He's RB1 value, and the Panthers are 3-0 this season. They're also taking on the Cowboys this week. I like Hubbard to have a big game. As for our down, folks, it is Justin Fields. I'm sorry, last week... I had everyone drinking the Justin Field Kool-Aid, but as long as Matt Nagy is the head coach of the Chicago Bears and calling the plays the only constant bear in fantasy, the only consistent constant bear that will be putting up numbers is David Montgomery. And I'm sorry for everyone that got caught drinking the Justin Fields Kool-Aid with me. Another guy to put down, folks, is Christian McCaffrey. The superstar can't seem to shake the injury bug that's been plaguing him over the last two seasons. If you can get some value for him, try to trade him, but it's going to have to be with somebody that doesn't know football because it is a season season-ending shoulder injury. 
All right, folks, it's time to break down the Bears' last performance against the Browns, and that wasn't a good one, but let's start on the defense, and they look pretty good to start. They forced two fourth-down stops, gave the team a chance, but the Bears mustered just 47 yards of offense, as we said earlier. They averaged 1.1 yards per play, just embarrassing, and there's not much more to say about that. I've never seen such a poorly coached offense, a less prepared offense, and a worse game plan going into a game that I saw on Sunday. To give you an idea, folks, the Browns finished with 400. 18 yards the Bears finished with 47 getting into our bear down segment of the show now folks to get you ready to bear down for the Bears taking on the Lions at home this week we talked about the importance of stopping the run versus the Browns and their two-headed monster last week and Kareem Hunt shredded the Bears well the same must be done this week against the Lions the Lions are one of two teams this season that have two running backs in Swift and Williams each with 200 plus yards from scrimmage with two touchdowns the other team you guessed it it's the Cleveland Browns to counter that run attack the Bears defense is a different beast on home field quite literally living up to the monarch monsters of the midway but here's the thing yes the bears were able to lock down joe burrow and jamar chase for the better part of three quarters but in that fourth quarter they broke out you have to be able to lock down that run offense from the lions the entirety of the game as I said, being at home with that crowd will give them the juice, and this is a bounce-back week for the Bears. They've dominated the Lions in the Matt Nagy era. The Bears have a 5-1 record, averaging 26.3 points per game against the Lions since Nagy took the reins. If Nagy wants to save his career and the Bears' season, at home against the Lions is a perfect rebound. Detroit is 0-3 on the season, and yes, they've showed some grit against the Ravens, but the Bears at home is the play. No matter who's under center for Chicago, the Lions D ranks in the bottom eight in the pass and bottom 20 in the rush. This is the week where you got to get the offense going. You've got the favorable matchup. This is a now or never moment for the Chicago Bears and Matt Nagy. I like the Chicago Bears on home field this Sunday in what has all the makings to be a smash mouth northern rivalry good old-fashioned football game. All right, folks, getting into Thursday night football, it's a battle of some AFC cats. It's the Cincinnati Bengals hosting the winless Jacksonville Jaguars, and the Bengals have looked pretty solid this season outside of the Bears' defense dominating them for three quarters. I don't see the Jags being able to shut down the LSU connection of Jamar Chase and Joe Burrow, not to mention that Jags quarterback Trevor Lawrence is 0-3 for 3 in his NFL career with two interceptions in each of his first three games. What makes things harder for this Jags offense is that against the Blitz this season, Lawrence is completing just 30% of his passes for three and a half yards with a touchdown and two interceptions for a passer rating of 18.8. I like the Bengals to dial up their Blitz with their top 10 defense at home and improve to 3-1 and one on this season. For a Monkey Night Fight play of the day for Thursday Night Football, we're going to play a more or less contest with the quarterbacks to get you in to win 3.6 times your buy-in. And I like the less and less on the quarterbacks here. Burrow has thrown for over 260 yards just once this season, and the Bagels' run-heavy offense should have success against the Jags' defense that has already allowed five rushing touchdowns on the year. Trevor Lawrence threw for over 330 yards in Week 1, but hasn't topped 220 since. I doubt he tops 248 in prime time against the top 10 defense on the road. Folks, well, I'm 5-0 on this show for my NFL picks. Grizzly Bear is 1-3, but he told me he's ready to get back to 500 this week. Here's Grizzly Bear's picks of the week. All right, Thursday Night Football now. Here we go, here we go. Jaguars visiting the Bengals. Ooh, I have the Tigers. I like Tigers. I have the Tiger. I'm going to go with the Tiger-looking ones. Give me the stripes. I'm not even going to go to the other cats. I don't really like cats, but I like Tigers. We just went over this. I don't like cats. My name's not Simba. It's Grizzly. 
Give me the Bears at home. All right, folks, it's time to get into our survivor pick now for week four. Remember, we can't use teams that we've already used. I used Kansas City in week one, a bit of a cop-out, but they haven't looked so good as of late. I used Denver in week two and the Raiders in week three, who snuck by by the hair of their chinny-chin-chin. In week four, I'm going with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. That's right, folks, the pick is in. I like Tom Brady to be Uma Thurman and kill Bill this week, and you should put a few bills on that one. Folks, getting into our trivia question, question for this week's show well we just talked about him tom brady he's the goat the greatest of all time how many super bowl rings does tom brady have that's all you got to know to get in to win your pair of nfl tickets head on over to sportstreetltd.com right now hit sign up or subscribe to get in to answer that question and remember an upgrade in your subscription is an upgrade in your chance to win up to fifteen thousand dollars a year and tickets to see your favorite teams play live folks i'm connor roundtree and remember to hit it hard